Uh, welcome back to uh, Certified Buckle Boys podcast number 22. Here with uh, me and uh, the one and only Tom. Tom, it's been two weeks now. Talk to me. What's been happening? Highs and lows? Two weeks. It doesn't really feel like it. Uh, as per, haven't done a whole lot. Back at work now, though, so obviously that's taken up most of my time. Good to be back. Good to good to see everyone. A lot of a lot of students have grown up over the summer, which is very crazy to see. Like some of them just like skyrocket in height and deeper voices, and it's just yeah, it's crazy. Outside of that, haven't been doing a whole lot. As as you two are aware, I went to a, a gig on Saturday night. Can't say I've ever been to a gig before. Um, it was for uh, this guy Flux Pe- Pavilion. Pe- Flux, P- Flux Pavilion. Pavilion. Flux Pavilion. Yes. Um, which I realized did that song that can't stop that as I watched the throne. When I heard that come on, I was like, man, I know the song. Here's a song um, with Childish Gambino as well. Does he? Yeah. Do you know what song it is? Yeah, we'll bring it up. Continue okay, with yeah, the story. Yeah, um, circle back. So yeah, went went to that. That was yeah, it was actually pretty good. Um Yeah, I think with that type of music you just can't really ever get tired or you know, it just keeps you always just it was just keeping you going the whole time. So Yeah. Vibes are high. Yeah. Um, it didn't look like too packed in. Didn't look too shoulder nah, to shoulder. No, nah, it wasn't. I feel like it, those type of things, a lot of people are kind of there because they're into it. So like mm. the crowd was like it was real I don't know, it wasn't wasn't douchey, which I feel like you get a lot of like concerts and things, people a bit douchey and bit confrontational. Yeah. But nobody was nobody was confrontational there. It was a bit of an older crowd as well. Like it wasn't very young. Like when I say older, like our age. Which Well, Flux Pavilion's been around for a while. Yeah, so maybe that's maybe that's why. And then Is it like one dude? Yeah, he was. The one paid before him, because a couple of people, this guy had like this, like, couldn't really quite see him, but he looked quite old. This like black guy, quite fat, um, looking like Schaefer a little bit. And he was walking around with a mic, and he's just like pumping up the crowd the whole time. And he had like rap bits, and then he like kept coming out behind the, the deck and come out and around the crowd. And then, But he's just on the mic the whole time, like, let's go, 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 go. And then just start like rapping something, and it was, it was pretty intense, eh? I don't know but um, yes, that was quite different. And then um, Thursday, cracked into some basketball coaching, went to the old Canterbury rep readiness program, if you will. So I was coaching a group of under 18 slash 20s. And man, there's some fucking talented kids at these things there. <laughs> All of them are just long and athletic and can shoot and dribble and drive and dunk. And yeah. We really are a different generation, eh? Yeah, yeah, really are. But um, that's pretty much it. That's that's me. I'll circle back here. That's uh, wait. Song. Actually, also went to a wedding. Two weeks before that, shout out to Baden. Oh man! Also, you owe a shout out to um Hunnell. Oh yeah, shout out um shout out Hunnell. <laughs> shout out uh, H Book, if you will. Um, hopefully he starts playing on Wednesdays again now that Logan's gone. So <laughs> we miss you, Hunnell. Come back, Logan. Uh, the song was "Do or Die" by Flux Pavilion, featuring Childish Gambino. 
Man, I can't say I've heard it. Uh, probably have. I feel like, no, you would have. It used to be in the rotation back in the day. Back in, like, yeah. the uni hall days. It's just not coming to... Might have to search that. Uh, what about you? What have you been up to? Man, not much at all. Eh? I was just trying to think about this earlier today. I was like, man, what do I talk about in this part? And I actually couldn't think of anything. It just... Everything just, like, merges into one, eh? Yeah, it does. The weeks go so quick, like between pods, and then I just feel like nothing happens. And then, like, we get off the podcast, and I'll be like, man, I actually did something that would have been a really good story. Uh, yeah, like, I get like that as well. Good. I feel like real recency bias, just forget what you've done. Yeah. Um, and when we tried to have our CBB golf day yesterday, mm. but failed. Have that again tomorrow. Unfortunately, we lost the gym mow- gym's mowing uh, sponsorship on the day, though. So, no. No uh, spot prizes for the for the players. Yeah, the charity charity golf event. Yeah, um, we'll definitely hold a, a actually official one. You know what? This hasn't been yet, but it's only two weeks until the Waz are here. Less than two weeks now. Is it? Oh, yeah, it's the eighteenth, right? Yeah, on the eighteenth, so thirteen days away until we get to see some preseason Waz action. Yeah, hopefully see them all. Hopefully see them all nice and sweaty, you know. Who are we playing? Who's the preseason Tigers. game against? Tigers. Oh yeah. Fuck. Can we get a worse team to verse? They probably won't even play their guns either. Or two of them. Tigers. Yeah. <laughs> Who are their guns? Brent Naden. <laughs> or oh, Jareem Buller, I guess. Probably the one of their guns. Happy and Jareem. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I don't actually know. Who they got in the Fords? Dan oh, Clemmer? Isaiah Papali? Oh, yeah. yeah, Big Ice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I'm excited for that. If anybody yeah. um, if anybody from Dynasty is actually listening to the pod, can you get some yeah. more merch out on the Waz website? Because we want to use our store credit. It's great timing for them to offer store credit when there's nothing in the store to buy, isn't it? Yeah, they're trying to clear out all the shit stuff. All the custom t-shirts. Those beanies look pretty fire. You know, the one how we pom pom on top. Yeah, they're fire. I thought, man, might cop one of those because you know, now that, now that I'm a coach of rugby and league. I'm out in the cold a bit more, and I'm actually starting to wear beanies. So yeah, now that'd be good on the sideline at a league game. The beanie I've got now is pretty dusty. It like says like um uh, some it must be some real old school like hardware store like trade something, trade depot something like this. Yeah, it's just like a real dusty old beanie. It smells as well. <laughs> but it smells like... Have you ever owned wooden drawers before? I'm sure you have. Yeah. Have you ever had like a clothing iron that sat in the bottom of the wooden drawers for ages and then it comes yeah, out just no, smelling... I know like, there's... Yeah, like musty. Yeah, that musty wooden drawer smell. Yeah, yeah that's what my beanie smells like. Oh. I feel like you just can't yeah. get rid of it either. I wonder if Demi still rocks that Washington Redskins beanie. Far out. That's iconic. Yeah, what a throwback! Talking about beanies just made me think of that iconic beanie. I think Demi's, that was. No, I think that was E Huggers. To be fair, stole it off him. Right <laughs> <Yeah>. my life. E Huggers. E Huggers got a lot of clothing out there in the wild. Take Pretty that. sure Demi Demi has like two of Keegan's um, NBA singlets as well. He's, I'm pretty sure he has like Anthony Davis Pelican singlet. I'm not sure how. Oh, bro, he took it off the wall. You guys used to have them on the wall at yeah. Island Apartments, eh? I think he took one one night. 
that never came back. He was wearing it like it was... We were aware that he was wearing it that never came back. Yeah. Keegan probably doesn't care. Classic, didn't he? I feel like uh, the Netherlands isn't like a place you see people rocking NBA jerseys. Uh, he said he said social bath was pretty pretty lively over there. Oh, you know that the Netherlands is actually the tallest, or the Dutch, the tallest race in the world. I'm glad you know that. <laughs> Fun fact. Not good at basketball. That's why they've got a lot of centre backs in football, though. Man. Yeah. Fact, boy. All right, should we uh, rock into some certified, not certified? Yes, sir. Take us away. Um, <laughs> uh, first one. I know I got certified. some good ones. <laughs> first one, certified, not certified, sleeping naked. <laughs> this is very personal, but massively not certified on this. Especially in summer. Like I'm just trying not to stick to anything. I don't even like skin on skin contact from myself. Like I try to keep your any, legs like, apart. Yeah, any any like skin from my legs cannot touch in my other leg. It's just uh, instantly gets yeah. sticky. I hate that shit. So big, big, uh, big not certified. I'm like a yeah. two second cuddle, two second cuddle and roll the other way vibe. Get off. Yeah, me. Nah. yeah. I'm I'm very much the same. I'm yeah. I'm massively against it as well. Um, even sleeping without like a t-shirt on has been it just, I've done it a lot more this summer. I feel like in the past, I've never really done it. I just, I want to have my, just, I don't know. don't know what it is, but, mm. but this, yeah, this summer I've been doing a lot, but you're sleeping naked. I just can't, I have this just a real rational fear that something will, <laughs> something will go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure what that is. Mate, you but, know, on the wrong bits, getting tangled up in the wrong yeah, things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Or there's like an emergency, and I have to get outside quickly, and I'm just naked. <laughs> yeah, just these heaps of things that go through my mind. Yeah, better to be safe than sorry. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Speaking of something going wrong, um, did you hear about that massive fire in Kirwee last night? I only heard about it, and when I got home today, because Laura said um, she got called out to the hospital at like two a.m. She was like, um, to me when I got home, she's like, man, did you smell the fire this morning? I was like, what fire? She's like, oh, yeah, I could smell fire around She's like, when I left at 2 a.m., I could like smell like shit outside. And then she was like, at the hospital, it was like being filtered through like the ear system. So like the whole hospital smelled like a wildfire. Yeah, I could. Yeah, it was coming through my window <laughs> last night when I was trying to go to sleep. I could just smell like fire. What's the vibe there? Um, I don't think anything really got damaged other than like a few hectares of land. It was right by the YMAC. They've had a few fires out by the YMAC. Mm. So, yeah. Um, number two. Taking on a personality based on a movie slash TV show character. Certified or not certified? I'm real confused by the question that E-Hacker has given us here. Because... I'm just trying to think of a, a, a situation where it's like ever happened, <clears throat> but maybe it's never happened like around me. I know like people, myself included, probably like take phrases, catchphrases from movies, put them into your daily um, dialogue. How about but... how about changing it to adding to your personality from a TV show slash movie character? 
I don't mind it. I was I'll say certified, as long as it's not like a obvious like you've become them situation, like the question says. Yeah. If we yeah. if we stick to the original question, I'll say not certified. But yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. For the the adopted the added the adopted added the altered question. I would say certified. Um, I just love just love throwing out quotes and just doing things from TV shows and movies. It's just facts like a real conversation starter. Mm. Um, I love especially one that we do with friend friend of the pod. Uh, what listens to every episode more than once? Um, Adam Staten. Um, <laughs> love love just referencing like uh, bits from from New Girl. We like we often do it to each other. Yeah. Um, the one we love to do a lot as well is the you know got me a cookie, gave you a cookie. Yeah, yeah real classic, yeah. real classic, yeah, that classic. classic. Um, if you haven't watched New Girl, do yourself a favor and watch it. Uh, also, that was, um, that was named, I know because you've watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I know you're talking to the listeners. Friend yeah. of the pod, Dimmy. I think that's also yeah. his favorite scene from that show as well. Didn't know Dimmy was a New Girl fan. Yeah, no, big fan. He surprised by that. Yeah, he he's 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 hit that reference to me before in regards to something else. So, yeah, unreal. He's also he's also a big fan of it. So he's also certified on this question. Then, good man. Yeah, yeah. I feel like E Huck is somebody that hasn't seen it. I want to know what E Huck meant by the question. Like, is there an example of a person we may know? Yeah, I'd love to know if he does have an example. Well, we'll circle we'll circle back to it if he has an answer. But we'll move on. Oh, new girl. It's a friend of the pod after the ep. Yeah, can you just type the name in? We won't talk about them. We'll keep it. And then it pops up. Yeah, I can see this isn't now. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, I knew I knew yeah, I wouldn't have seen new girl. Doesn't seem like a. Yeah, he's, a, he's a more he's a more serious TV show type of guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, certified or not certified, sparkling water. Yeah, I'm a. Big, 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 big pass on this one. That's a not certified from me. Yeah. It tastes like shit. Tastes like shit. It has a flavor. You know what I mean? Like it's. I wouldn't call it shit though. Would not. Would not <laughs> compare bar water to shit. <laughs> not like literal shit, but you know, like it would be my last drink of choice. A lot of pals are like sparkling water though, aren't they? No, sparkling soda. Um, yeah, no, soda's soda's different to soda's a bit like on its own. Soda's a bit like real bland, but sparkling water has like a weird, like it tastes like sparkling. Yeah, um, I don't know how to describe it. On on a on a recent stag I've been on, um, I believe it was one of Dunners. We went somewhere, and I've seen it before as well. Here, couldn't name where. But they have like a tap to get your water, and it's fresh or sparkling water, mm. like a self service tap. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll, I'll hit, hit the old sparkling water tap." You know, go do we go? And it literally made me vomit. So, um, won't be having that again. They yeah, have that tap at um. Community. They have that tap at Supreme Supreme. By what Supreme Supreme? On Wells. Oh Street yes, yep. By Burger Burger. Yep. I think that was actually the place I was thinking of in Christchurch. They had it. Yeah, we went with Crush after the Queenstown trip. 
I think. I'll be a crossover like a water guy. Yeah, fuck yeah. 100%. He will be. Um, next question. <laughs> um, certified or not certified? Invading a country. <laughs> yeah, I can really try to get some get some politics driven into this podcast. I mean, you know what? I'm going to say certified. Just mixing it up. Keeping, keeping other countries on their feet. You know what I mean? Like, it's... it's uh, It just adds a bit of culture, I reckon, to the world. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. Um, I don't want to say... I don't, I don't want to dive too deep into it. <laughs> you know? I'm not pro-people dying in war. Right. We're just, we're just like a shake-up here and there. You know? You can't <laughs> okay. all be smooth sailing. Like like an expansion draft, if you will. Yeah. Like somebody's trying to expand into another country. Almost yeah. like you're trying to shrink the league. You know? Yeah, true. Yeah. We want to remove a team. Sometimes you need to remove a team, though. Relegation. Not enough, not enough good players to go around. So, yeah. Make, make the league smaller. Yeah. Well, how about we just leave it at that, eh? Wouldn't want us to get invaded. That would be great. <laughs> now, next one. <laughs> This well, you, don't have, you don't have an oh, opinion on that? No, I do not have an opinion. <laughs> I don't want to be cancelled. Mate, um, I always said I wanted to be cancelled because if you get cancelled, that means you've made it. So, cancelled. I mean, that's true. Um, I mean, I guess you could take it on the perspective of invading a country to save the world, you know? Oh. Like, yeah. Way to turn that around. Yeah. Real politician. I said Germany once. <laughs> oh, good lord, good lord. Um, we'll keep this. We'll keep this whole segment in. With it. Um, last one. Now this this is an absolute banger. So great question. This, um, certified or not certified? <laughs> um, talking in an elevator. <laughs> you go first because I got this. I got the story about it. Yeah, um, oh, not necessarily a story. So pre pre pod meeting deep in the deep in the trenches of the war room, uh, three of us concocting these questions. Aiden posed talking in an elevator, and I didn't really understand what he meant by that. To be honest, because I was like, and he just like mid conversation get in the elevator and stop talking. Um, me personally, I'm certified. I wouldn't talk to a stranger in an elevator. But if I'm, I'll talk to my friends or whatnot in an elevator, so certified. <laughs> yeah, I'm. As I said, I was not certified on it. And you asked if I would can uh, uh, just stop conversation midway through. And I preface to you here: um, if I know I'm getting in an elevator, pre-walk up, I'm going to wind the conversation down before we even get in the elevator. So that there's not even an opportunity to talk, but I'm so like my silence is so aggressive. The people I'm with are aware that I'm not wanting to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, no, I, I do. Yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. What I'm if just... the conversation can't be wrapped up? <laughs> or are you just going to be like, you get to the elevator, like, hey, mate, I'm sorry, I have to put a pin in this. We'll, we'll, we'll reach back around to it, you know. It's a regroup in thirty seconds. We'll regroup in thirty seconds. 
Are you scared of elevators? No, no, it's nothing to do with the elevator. It's more the the social interaction of an elevator. <laughs> like, I don't know. Just... Is it based on if somebody else is in it, or even if it's just you and say you and you and a mate, just the two of you in the elevator? You're not going to talk. No, no, we can still talk then. But if we if it stops, like it's silence. You know, I'm I'm not taking a risk of somebody walking in on something. <laughs> it sounds real sus like that, but I also have this. Um, I was going to say like fear, but not not a fear. It's just this like notion that anybody in an elevator is like their judgment is like times by a hundred. <laughs> so, I, I think I, we're found in your rational fear here. It's not, no, not a rational fear. It's just, I feel like whenever you're in an elevator, all you can do, if you're in there with randoms, all you can do is judge them. There's nothing, like there's nothing else to pass the time. Yeah. Being fair. Like if, I'm, like if I get in an elevator with other people, they're already in there. I just instantly feel like everybody's judging me for something. Either way. And I don't want to talk. I don't want to be the one to talk in an elevator. Yeah. Self-conscious about the elevators. I mean, I, 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 um, I understand it more now. So thank you for clarifying. I don't think you're as weird now after hearing that. Personally, that I would say I'm weirder after explaining it. But <laughs> Well, I mean, I understand it, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, so that wraps us up for uh, the amazing certified or not certified few controversial ones we'll put the polls out there get get some um get some hot take opinions on them if you will so yeah moving on um i'll i'll let you take this one away matt the really random question oh yeah since it's your week but my question um you know the deal back again with a a really random question Sponsored by uh, our friends over at Anti-Drip, the one and only spot for all your custom gym towel needs. Um, follow the boys over at Anti-Drip NZ on Instagram. Continue giving your support to them, you know, like, follow, comment, tag, do it all. Go check them out on TikTok as well. Um, and yeah, big, big thanks to them once again. Uh, but this week's question was, what is your biggest or weirdest celebrity interaction biggest in terms of who they are like the weight they carry or weirdest just it's like random place random situation just no context to it all just yeah or somebody not so i don't know somebody not so famous it's just real random this whole story to it is real random um yeah, so I remember when we, we talked about this in uh, the the, uh, the old pre-talk, um, I was trying to come up with one. I've literally just thought of one now because I think I'll, I'll tell my other one as well because it's, it's kind of funny. But um, originally it was going to be one night we were at Burrito. And there was, like you said, there was whispers going around. There was there was a celebrity here. And um, people saying it was going to be Matt from Studio 2. If anyone remembers Studio 2 back in the day, there was also... Was Studio Two the one with the penguin in the Sunday mornings? No, no, no. He he was on that though. Um, yeah, he was on that though. Eh? Squirt, squirt. Yeah, yeah. Matt from Squirt. Um, so, yeah, Matt was at Burrito. So that was, and I remember people being in absolute awe, um, which is 
crazy for like New Zealand, you know, because it's not that big of a deal. But I remembered another one, and you'll probably remember this. There was that one night. There was a few shenanigans on this night at Burrito. We um encountered a few All Blacks there, and um I mean one in particular was uh Waisaki Naholo. Oh yeah, and he um he was where I think it was closed, so we we're outside. You know, there was everyone always has the the debrief of the night outside the club, waiting for Ubers and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And a few of the All Blacks got him. We're like getting into their like, like taxi van thing. And I remember like, it was like a few of us, and then like randoms joined in with us. We started chanting it. Why suck in a hole? His song. We we're like, mm. Why suck in a hole? Everyone's like clapping, and he's like walking <laughs> towards taxi, and he's like waving at us. <laughs> so I remember that one. That was that was pretty classic. He loved that. Yeah, no, I do remember that night. I made um, Anton Leonard Brown's missa gotten that selfie with us. Yeah. Um, um, I remember Ella. Well, it's like Ella like asked her to come in it because she her, apparently her mum is on like some TV show. Oh, like some housewives of like Auckland or some shit like that. I don't know. But she was like, "Oh my god, that's like so and so's daughter." We were like, "Oh my god, that's Anton Little Brown's girlfriend." Just two different <laughs> reasons, but <laughs> she's in the photo. Good times. What a night. That must have been off the back of a test win. At AMI Stadium, I'm sure. Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah, good times, good times. Um, my one, very random. Uh, I don't even know how to. Why? Right, let me see. Let me see this. Set the scene. I'm at Crushwich International Airport, packing up some uh, family coming over from Australia. So it's one of those late flights. It's been delayed as well. So we're talking like a 2.30 a.m. arrival from Brisbane. Jesus. Um, so I'm there. I'm just like, it's not even like a park up and wait situation. I'm in the airport because God knows when, this, when they're going to start walking through. So I'm in there waiting. I'm just hanging around. I see this like fairly large guy um, just sort of waiting on the rail. He's like leaning over. You can't quite like grasp how big he is. Um, a fellow of Asian descent, we'll say, this sort of sits sits the scene a bit better. So yeah, I'm like, oh man, this guy's fucking huge. Like, this is a big Asian guy. Like, we're talking like two meters plus. Um, you can tell by like him him leaning over that he's that tall. And I'm thinking, fuck me, that looks like Yaming. <laughs> um, but. It's like one, like the angels on the shoulder, like, fuck, that's yumming. And then the devil's on the shoulder, like, fuck, don't be a racist, you know? Yumming. Yeah. I don't want to be like, man, go up and be like, bro, yumming. Like, what? And like, who in their right mind is going to think yumming is at Christchurch International Airport? He wasn't getting off a flight, he was just there waiting um, at 2 30 a.m. on like a random, I'm pretty sure it was like a Tuesday night, like, there was nothing in the news about Yaman being in the country. Like, um, also, just to uh, explain, Yaman was like a what, what, seven foot seven NBA player. I think right. it was about that. So, was it actually Yaman? Yeah, and in, yeah, in the end, it was Yaman. <laughs> How do you know it was Yaman? <laughs> because the next day, the Canterbury Rams posted on Facebook. Oh. It was like Ethan Rusbatch and um, somebody else took Yaming and his family up the gondola. What the fuck? So Yaming was yeah, Yaming had arrived earlier 
and was at the airport waiting for his parents to come in. For some reason, him and his parents were visiting New Zealand. I still don't know for what reason. But, yeah, anyway, I was about five metres away from Yaming. Could have had a photo. Could have talked to him, but nothing was happening. He wasn't with anybody. Me and him just could have had a yarn about the NBA or something. But I just didn't want to be a racist. I should have been, yeah. though. Really should That's have been. That's a real... A real waste opportunity from from you there. That there yeah, is one of my biggest regrets in life, not getting a photo with you. I mean, I don't even. Who would have I got to take it? You know, man. I remember um, yeah. just dropping more names when I went to Rarotonga or at Auckland International Airport and saw Stan Walker with his missile and his kids, and he was mm. walking through like they had the old um, the old Michael Jackson guy, and the kids had like blankets over their heads, and Stan Walker had like. A hoodie on and like real black glasses like he's trying to hide who he was but like was this in Auckland yeah and like you could clearly see it was Stan Walker but like nobody's making a fuss over it I feel like I feel like he just thought he was bigger than he is um, so that, that was my story there for you uh, airport's always a good place to see some see some famous people didn't you see yeah. the uh, Giveon yeah I saw Giveon on the way back from Rarotonga so- crush at the airport same trip. That was wild when you said that. I was like, man, don't even, I couldn't even tell you what skin color give you on the walls though. So he's very short. Like, well spotted from you. Talking like five foot six, maybe. Nice. Yeah. Sure. You know what? Uh, another another good one here for us um, that we both had was after the Waz game when we were leaving the hotel the next morning. Oh, Dale. Who do you believe? Who do you believe comes around the corner on a lime scooter trying to make it back to the team hotel for the? For the morning debrief, clearly That's coming right. from shenanigans, some shenanigans. Well, we, at all, yeah. at all going in the wind. Gallon with his well, well, Yeah, we walked past and we set up the wires, and he set up the wires back. He gave us the like uh, sub nod, like everybody knew what was happening. It's like up the wires. He's like up the wires. <laughs> Fuck yeah! I had uh, that. No, I also had that encounter with Rog when he was playing for the Blues, and I asked him, I asked him if Reese Walsh was going to stay with the Warriors. He's like, oh, I don't know, brother. I don't know. <laughs> was that in a Blues game? Yeah. Blues for Saturday's game. I remember I was screaming at him all day trying to get a picture with him and finally got it. So, stoked there. Good times, good times. Well, that, that went a lot more successfully than I think we thought it might have. <laughs> Anticipated. Who knew, we, yeah. who knew we knew so many famous people personally? Yeah, we could have just kept dropping names too. Yeah. We didn't even get to the real famous ones. So. Yeah. Yeah, uh, shout out, really random question. Uh, brought to us by Antidrip. Give him a yes, follow sir. on Instagram. Antidrip NZ. Go follow the boys. Alrighty. Um, I'm just going to, we jump into the basketball here. Couple of wee, couple of wee segments, we topics to talk about. Um, we were going to do this a few weeks ago, but we completely forgot about it. Um, and that was... USA Basketball announced like a 41-man shortlist for um, yes, their Olympic squad. Uh, we made uh-huh. some TikToks about it at the time, but we never never discussed it on the pod. But yeah, we're going to talk about it now. So have you got a predicted 12-man roster? I do. Or... Well, that's perfect. Do you want to go through it? I'll go through mine. Yep. See yep. who's there. I feel like it's going to be pretty similar. Uh, yeah, I reckon so. I reckon there could be a, a name that you'll leave out though. Um, but yeah, so I kind of, 
I did it in a, in a depth chart format just so I could kind of make sure I was incorporating all positions. But um, mm-hmm. I'll just go through go through my 12. We've got, um, I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm going to go in order of most likely I think they'll be in a team. So we have uh, Steph, LeBron, KD. Yeah. Um, Tatum. Yeah. Those are my four locks. Yeah, my four absolute locks. I think there's no doubt these four. You know what? Actually, and AD, that five. I reckon that, that no, no, I'm going stick to stick to the four. AD, will, like I'd bet money on AD being there, but that four, I reckon there's no shot that they're not there unless they're injured. Those um, four, those four don't get selected. They just get to say if they want to yeah. play or not. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Steph Bron, KD, Tatum. Um, and then I've got uh, Tyrese Halliburton. Then I have Devin Booker. I have Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Paolo Banquero, Bam Abadeo, and then Anthony Davis, like I said, um, and Donovan Mitchell. Did I say I said Devin Booker? Eh? Yeah, yeah, that's my twelve. I feel like you've missed one here. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Missed a name. Yeah, like you've you've left out somebody that's. May not play now, but Joel Embiid. Oh, yeah, I saw Joel Embiid's name, but I, how how is he playing for USA? I thought he he has a US citizenship. I'm pretty sure, and also because his child is a US citizen, I think he's eligible. Well, okay. Um, and he said I did he was see his name. Playing. Yeah, I mean, if he's playing, then obviously I'd drop Bam for him. Um, I would prefer he played for France to make it more competitive. Yeah. No, I would as well. But I don't even think he'll play now after the injury. Yeah. So, yeah, with the team, I kind of went, like, I reckon Tyrus Halliburton would be like a perfect, which is going to be a staple of a US te- USA team going forward. Mm. Um, And I think, like, Kawhi is just, you've seen he's in his, like, his all-time form. So I reckon they'll pick, go with Kawhi. And I reckon they'll like Paolo's versatility, versatility of being able to play like five. And then you've got Bam as a defensive center. They always take like one of those defensive centers. They're pretty much the only, like the 11 I, there was 11 I picked. I was real happy with the 11. Um, but the only one I could, was the last spot was Donovan Mitchell. Like I wasn't sure if I went Donovan Mitchell or like a Tyrese Halliburton, uh, not Tyrese Halliburton, sorry, um, Damian Lillard. Or like if you went like a more defensive guard, like a Drew Holiday. So yeah, Donovan Mitchell was the only one I kind of struggled. Didn't sure. have a guy, Anthony Edwards. And no, nah, I just reckon he'd be too young. And I think like they just played on the World Cup side. Yeah, but the the whole the whole team was that built around him though. I don't know. I have him, and he's in my twelve. I would want um, him to be there. I just didn't. I just feel like they wouldn't pick him if you're trying to make a good like a a basketball team that works. Yeah, fair. I have. Um, I went the same like way as you. I went. So I just had two at each spot. So I had Steph and Halliburton as the points, and then I had um, Booker and Ant as the two guards. Kawhi and Tatum as your threes. Bron and KD as your fours. And then I had Embiid and AD 
because the centers. Um, and then I, for my wild cards, I was like, oh, what like position do you sort of need? And I was like, oh, like the European teams are like pretty big. Um, less fouls and stuff. So I thought maybe get another big in there and went for Bam because probably the best defensive player um, mm. outside of AD on that 42-man roster or whatever it is. And then I went for like, yeah, like a um, combo guard and combo wing guard sort of thing. And I put Paul George as well. I just feel like Paul George would be like, I know he's also quite old, but I was, I'd compare him to like a new, like USA Mellow. Yeah. Just somebody that yeah, can I, come off the bench and fire. Paul George would be the perfect, um, the perfect guy to have on that USA team. Yeah. That was why I kind of there. I, surely Mellow plays. Get Mallow back, you reckon? But why not? For the culture, there's, there's a lot of players on there like that are just like like Jimmy Butler, like you know, like yeah, I, just... I got four honorable mentions. I had um, I had Jimmy Butler in there, De'Aaron Fox. There's not mm. a whole lot of true point guards on there. De'Aaron Fox is probably no. one of the more more true point guards. Um, I had Chet. I feel like he remember when AD was on the. That like um what was it twenty twelve Olympic team? Yeah, twenty twelve Olympic team. Yeah, I was thinking maybe Chet along those sort of vibes, like learn off them. Probably gonna play like the next ten years for USA. Um and then also at Alice Caruso, if they just wanted to go for a pure lockdown defender. Just somebody you could yeah. bring on and chuck it. Um man, I don't even know. Like if they verse like Slovenia, you know, they could just chuck Caruso at Luca for fifteen minutes. 12 minutes, yeah. 10 minutes, something like that. But then I was like, maybe you go Drew if you're doing that. But Caruso's probably a better defender than Drew now. Wait, did you say Paolo? No, nah, I didn't know Paolo at all. At all? But Man. I agree with what you say with like the versatility because he can play like three through five. And I reckon he's just going to be like a staple of USA going forward. So, yeah. Know. There was a lot of like Grant Hill and like Steve Kerr. There was a lot of big raps. That they had for Palo after the World Cup, so I feel yeah, like he definitely. Kind of like I feel like he's seen as like a potential NBA center after his World Cup campaign. Yeah, the Magic Rama about center now, don't they? Yeah, of course they play him a point guard. Yeah, he's just like a athletic Jokic. That's that's an awful, that an awful. That was an comparison. awful comparison. <laughs> I um, um, literally just mean he can play center and he also brings the ball up. It's so like more athletic. He doesn't do anything yeah. like other than other than those three things. Yeah, fair. Um yeah, I, I cannot um I can't wait for them to crack into this whole USA stuff, eh? Because yeah, the team's pretty this has got to be like the best team we've seen since 2012, surely. Yeah, it's all the all the guns are on there. Like I don't even know who's left off. Because isn't like like Trey Young's on there as well? Um, yeah, as you said, like Donovan Mitchell, Dame. Dame was awful at the Olympics when he went there, so I was like, no way, they're selecting. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't take Dame. There's no need. Um, then like all the other guys from the World Cup side that didn't overly perform well. Is Brandon Ingram on there? Yeah, uh, I did say that, like we made a lot of jokes about Duncan Robinson, like how he's going to go when they split up into small forwards and he has to guard, like, in a one-on-one drill, like, Kawhi, then Tatum, then Bron, then KD, then Paul George, like, five straight positions. 
but he would be unreal on Team USA. We'd love to see him just get out there and fire. He, yeah, he he would be unreal for Team USA. Uh, you just, yeah, you just need one of those shooters. I had um based on that, I had this idea. You know how they keep talking about expanding the All Star roster, mm. which I don't think they should do at all. That's stupid. But I reckon they should have a wild card spot. And have we? I think we might have already talked about this. We talked about it, but I don't know if it was on the podcast. Yeah, just a wild card spot for an absolute shooter. And I was just yeah, Duncan Robertson, like Luke Kennard, you know, just those those two going at it for the East and West. Be Mate, unreal. Yeah, it, it should go to whoever like the leading three point percentage person is from the conference, but over a certain amount of attempts per game. So you're getting yeah, you're getting your true like shooters like Duncan Robinson, Grayson Allen, Luke Kennard, as you say. Like you already know the guy, the other four players on the court will just be like absolutely fucking feeding them as well, and like yeah. I'll be pulling, just, pulling from everywhere. Crowd will be on nuts. And it's just like an unwritten rule. They play for like four minutes in the second and four minutes in the third. And they just go. And you at just it. feed them. Yeah. Maybe you chuck it a four point circle. That'd be actually pretty cool. Chuck that in the All Star yeah. Four point circle. Or and and I reckon they should do like a. It's like a bow. When whoever's got the ball and whoever's in front of them, they'll ring a bell and they have to go like one at one on one at each other. Like oh, remember, one on one. Um, remember that time fucking Dion Waiters and Brandon Knight? Was no, it wasn't Brandon Knight. Yeah, it was. I'm sure it was Dion Waiters and no, Brandon. No, it Knight. was not Brandon Knight. We're trading threes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Brandon Knight. There is no fucking chance it was Brandon Knight. Ehak, bring it up. Ehak, you need to research this for us. It was Dion Waiters. <laughs> It's not Brandon rookie, Knight. In the rookie sophomore game, I'm sure it was Dion Waiters. The Rising Stars game. <laughs> that was no, it wasn't Bradley Bill. No. I'm sure it was Brandon Knight. He went off in a rookie sophomore game. Yeah. They, they were Tim Hardaway Jr. No. Oh, Brandon Knight. Fuck, that's awful by you. <laughs> Come on. You're picturing Brandon Knight crossing somebody up and pulling from like four feet behind the three-point line. Anything could happen in that game. That was, yeah, but that, that was an unreal moment when they just kept going backs and forwards at each other. Didn't Brandon Knight have like 40 in that game? Maybe no, that he got crossed up by Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Yeah, he like, Kyrie like crossed him and he went to compete and he like slipped and like fell down on his like face. <laughs> Has anybody been in more bad highlights than Brandon Knight? Nah, then he had, remember he had that one that was like, it was meant to be like a game winner layup or something, and he yeah, missed and he it. Missed it. Box. <laughs> Fast yeah. break one. Poor Brandon Knight, here. Yeah. How do I um, say the stats? I'm trying to find the stats from this game. Can I please get the stats for the 2013 Rising Stars game? Um, That's just a lot of video. Rising Stars game. What, 2013. Let me see if I can find the box score. Rising Stars. This is quality podcasting. Rising Stars game. 2013. Box score. Maybe oh, here we go. on the pod. Deep dive into past Rising Stars games. <laughs> Where are they now? Back yeah. Where are they now? Rising Stars game. Oh, Brandon Knight went off of that game. Four for 14 for the field. Ten points. <laughs> Kenneth Freed had 40. 40? Yeah, 40 and 10. What the fuck? Who was he playing remember for? When, remember when Anthony Davis had 50 in the All-Star game, but it was just like 25 dunks? No. When, when oh, I actually, yes, I do. I do remember that. Yeah. 40 and 10 from Kenneth Freed. Then he played 22 minutes. 
I feel like the Rising Stars games used to be pretty fun. Maybe when Buggy and John Wall were like on the rookie team together, they were throwing each other lobs. Wasn't um Blake Griffin on their team as well? And John Wall threw that bounce pass lob from like half court. Yeah. yeah. To Blake Griffin. Yeah. yeah those now, were some now, good 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 uh, rising stars games. Now I feel like the rookies and sophomores are like trying to be too cool, like the all star game now. I feel like the the rookies and rising stars used to like kind of use it as a place to get their name out there and do some cool shit. Yeah. Now they like now they walk around like they're too fucking cool. Like, well, they've got that new three three team system, and they got the G League players in there now. Oh yeah, that's, remember that's last true. year like Jose Alvarado took it real serious. It's like yeah. a real setup for like the G League guys and like the more bottom of the bench guys to like take over. Love how they keep like, Matt McClung in there. The young yeah, Matt McClung's playing again. The young stars are like too like hyped up now. They're like too cool. Yeah, I reckon we just do a where where are they now? Just of this game because there's some great names in here. People you would never believe were rookies or sophomores back then, but um, I don't know. It doesn't say if they're rookies or sophomores, but Team Chuck, <laughs> absolute stars on it. Kawhi Leonard, yeah, Brad Beal, Anthony Davis, and then you got some bums, bro. Alexi Schwed. Alexi Schwed. Yeah. Brandon Knight, as we said. Nick Vukovic played on it as well. He they, must, they must be the rookie team, right? Wasn't no. Was it Were was they, it a combined rookie and sophomore team back then? It might have been by then. The um team Shaq had Dame. Kyrie. There's a bit of a bump. There's a bit of a bum side, like Oh yeah, because Kid Gilchrist and AD are on different sides and they're in the same draft. Bit of a bum side, Team Shaq. No wonder they got killed. Dame, Kyrie, Clay. They've got like Andrew Nicholson, Tyler Zeller. Man, Andrew Nicholson. Chandler Parsons, MKG. Bums, bro. I was a big Andrew Nicholson fan, eh? Andre Drummond played, only played 36 seconds. Probably fouled out. Could have been injured as well. Yeah. Um... But yeah, that was uh, that was our predicted USA teams. Um, <laughs> uh, what a yeah. tangent! I feel like we had pretty um, we're roughly similar, the, right? Ten of, the, ten of the same guys, yeah. Yeah, because I had Parlo and Mitchell, and then you had I had him beat. Yeah, you had, but you'd have him beat over Parlo, or would you have Parlo still over Bam? Uh yeah, I think I'd go and beat instead of Bam. I reckon you'd want Parlo for a bit more size and versatility. Fair enough. I just thought, like, man, if you could chuck and beat and bam at, like, Jokic for the whole game. Yeah. It does pretty well. And then when, when you do, feel like you know, France versus France, just put AD and KD on Wimby. I feel like Jokic won't even play in the, in the Olympics. I reckon he will. Bro hates basketball. He hates the NBA. Loves Serbia. I hope Canada throws out like a, a good lineup, like Jamal Murray's playing. You know, even oh, he was going to play. Jamal Murray was going to play in the World Cup, but he got injured, didn't he? Or something. No, nah, I remember that in the in the preseason like media day, he said there were like the coach said there were two a day workouts, and he didn't want to do two a day, so he didn't do it. Oh yeah, I don't know whether that's true or not. But... Sure, he was joking. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's a. Team USA, where we see them. 
I reckon I reckon that'll be pretty accurate. Like I reckon at least ten of those guys will make it. Yeah. Like, I would, yeah, I'd say the ten we both listed, they would make it. Yeah. I mean, when I looked at the roster, I was like, man, it's gonna be real hard to pick. But then when you start going through it, you're like, oh, there's some pretty like staples that will be part of it. Eh? Yeah. Definitely. All righty. Oh, yeah. Um, cover the way all star selections. I guess the teams have been fully named now. Um, we were pretty accurate. We d- I don't have our teams that we named at the time, but just from memory, I think I went um, five for five in both the East and West starters. Sadly, I've entirely regretted my decision of having Damian Lillard as a starter and then ended up getting named as one. Um, I can't believe Jalen Brunson or Donovan Mitchell didn't get it, to be fair. They've both been way better than Dame this year. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find... I don't remember if I had Bam or not. I don't think I had Bam. I'm pretty sure I had Chris Stapps. Big advocate for Chris Stapps, you know? I didn't have Chris Stapps in mind, but who the hell would have I had instead of... Oh, I've got he it had here. Oh, no, I did have Bam. Oh, bro. Oh, he didn't have Julius Randle. Wait, oh, yeah, Julius Randle's in the All-Star game, eh? Yeah, but he probably won't be now. Wait. Due to his injury. Who do I have instead of Julius Randle? Trey. Oh, yeah, Trey Young. Yeah. And then for the West, obviously I had Sabonis. I didn't have Fox in mine. What the fuck? No, nah, but I had Sabonis and um, Shingun. Um, Over Paul have... George and Cat. Oh, no, you didn't have Steph either, did you? Yeah, no, I didn't have Steph. Wait, who's the other one I had then? Beats me. But, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, people get real fired up about the All-Star selections. I don't... I don't really too much, but like not having Fox in there is pretty outrageous. Yeah. It's like you could have put him in as a wild card, right? They didn't go double. Nah. Yeah. You can do it as a wild card. Yeah. Cause they went four, four birds. Like, yeah, I don't like Paul George over Fox and Sabonis is pretty outrageous. Like I got no issues with Paul George being an all-star, but over those two don't agree with. Like, Fox is averaging almost 28 a game on a winning yeah. team. Yeah. I would have had, like, the only, I would, <clears throat> Fox over, like, Cat. And then I'd, I'd be happy with the West. Hmm. And then the either East. Of, either of the Kings, to be honest. Like, yeah. NBA, NBA.com have the bonus as number seven in the MVP rankings. Do they? And he's not, not an all-star. It's pretty outrageous. Do they have him ahead of Fox? Yeah, he's just dominating this month. Like, yeah, he's, to be fair, he has been. He's got like turned forty like double doubles this season. Turned into a real triple double king all of a sudden. Uh. Yes, well, is he averaging? I think he averaged a triple double through January. And they're just like, hey, I don't know, king's bias. Yeah, I reckon. Um, Embiid and Randall probably won't play. You reckon? Trey Young and um, Chris Stapps get the spots. I don't really. Trey Young will definitely get one. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know about Chris Stapps, but I don't know who else would be. 
Yeah, Jared Allen maybe. Jared, I'd yeah, I was just thinking I'd that have, Jared Allen. I'd have, I'd have Chris Stapps ahead of Jared Allen though. Chris Stapps stats aren't there, but he's so important. Yeah, but I feel like that never matters for an All Star game. Yeah, but like they selected Rudy Gobert at that time. <laughs> yeah, but... and Ben Wallace always used to make All Star. But the East was so dusty back then. Oh, I feel like it was. You can you could. I feel like you can see their impact, whereas Chris Stapps you can't until you don't see him playing with the Celtics. Like if you're watching them and you kind of see the difference he makes. Hmm. But I feel like it's in more things that like spacing and yeah, things that like he, yeah, I don't know how to describe it. More of an eye test. He's making a massive yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah. I, just, I think it'll be him. Cause I don't know who else. Just yeah. Mikhail yeah. Bridges maybe. Oh yeah. And then Cam Thomas, and the, the yeah, and the West. Are there any injuries? No, not at the moment. No, it's just those two East guys. Man, I'm looking <laughs> through, I'm looking through my old sheet, and I can't figure out who. Because they've got, they've got PG, Cat, and Curry. On on their team. Wait, is Kawhi an all-star game? Yeah, he's on the bench. You had him as a starter. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, my reserves are um, Ant, Book, LeBron, Sabonis, KD, Singoon, and Book. I can't... So no Singoon. Yeah, no Singoon. No Fox. No, I didn't have Fox in mine. Here's Sabonis. Sabonis, yeah. So it's no Shingo and Sabonis. So that covers Curry and PG. But where the fuck is Cat? Like, who? This is really annoying. We can we can move on. My, my maths here is just not working out for me. Eh? <laughs> Two, four, six, seven. There's seven reserves, right? Yeah, math ain't math. Two, four, six. Yeah, the math really ain't math in here, eh? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. Move on to the next segment. <laughs> all right all right um we're gonna do what we did two last weeks pod. ago yeah last pod uh teams that need one more move just leading up again as we said to the trade deadline we've got six teams that are in and around the um most of these teams actually are around the play-in spot so we're going to sort of look at things they could do to maybe move move up into better positioning. Um, I assume that's sort of the route you're going to take. Otherwise, you could be a seller on them. Um, and then we've got one team that's a big contender. But I feel like, yeah, a couple of those recent injuries are going to affect the trades. I think the ones I have as well. If you didn't know, Zach Levine is out for the season. He has been the biggest name going around in the trade market so he sort of throws a spanner in the works for a lot of these things especially some of these contenders yeah it really does yeah um, first team we'll do the west mm-hmm. and that's our trusty los angeles lakers what, yes, do you, what do you want to see us do so this i've done it a bit different here 
No, no, I haven't done it different at all. But when I was planning, I wrote down what the needs were, and then I wrote mm. the players. When I was trying to figure it out, and I had for us, I had defender, guard defenders, and shooters, and um, I was trying to think of because like, I don't really know. Like obviously, Zach Levine was like the biggest link for us, so now it's kind of like where do we go? Um, and I I thought about my dog, Mister. Um, he's going to turn into my version of Bill Simmons, CJ McCollum, because Bill Simmons put CJ McCollum in every single trade. And that's my dog, Cam Johnson. Um, <laughs> he's not my main thing for the, the, the Lakers, but I have him down. But I, th- I think Brooklyn would want too much draft capital for somebody like him, because obviously Brooklyn don't have any like picks no. uh, because of all their shitty trades that they've done. The so obviously, like, yeah, so I feel like they'll want some more draft capital just to kind of like replenish that. And we've only really got a first round pick, so that's not really going to help. Um, but one name I did have, and I put it down. I was like, oh, I'm not sure how it happened. And then the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, man, it actually could happen. And um, that's Marcus Smart. Yeah, and, I've seen uh, this one pop up in the rumor mill as well. Oh man, I haven't. I thought I'd fucking damn it. I haven't seen this. What was the pre- pre- predicted trade? Uh, no, there wasn't a there wasn't a projected trade. It was just there was the rumor that the Lakers were interested in trading for Marcus Smart. Oh, because um, the NBA trade machine that I use, not on the ESPN site, this Fanspo site. Um, I had the Lakers, then I put down. I was like, pick another team, and it's got it in like standings order. And I was like, the top teams probably aren't trading, so I went straight to the bottom. And I saw Memphis's name, and mm. I was like, man, they're kind of sellers at the moment. I was like, man, Marcus Smart. Um, said, even I haven't seen this. Yeah, I haven't seen this. Um, I'm really upset. I thought I'd stomped on something. Really <laughs> stomped on something. It's not the right word, but I thought I'd really found something good here. But yeah, Marcus Smart. Like, I'd be happy for us to give up our first round pick. I know it's kind of our last asset to give up, so you got to be really smart about it. Um, I mean, you look at what they got for Stephen Adams. Like, I know Stephen Adams is injured, but yeah, I don't think you know, like. Memphis probably won't want a whole lot, so give us give them their first round pick. Maybe one of the. Would you give up Max Christie for him? No, nah, I wouldn't give up Max Christie. See, I like I I was I like Max Christie, but I'm like, in reality, what's the point of us holding on to him? Max Christie could be something one day. That's why I wouldn't give him up. I don't yeah, want the, like, uh, you don't want the like uh, LeBron to clear the Lakers out like he did to the Cavs. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. Like I'd rather them trade like um, Hudchafino. I reckon he's ass. But yeah, the Lakers, I, are, like, Lakers are real high on him pre-draft, so I don't know. I I was I thought that was a real good pick for us. The problem is he can't shoot the three. Mm. And if you play on a team with LeBron, then yeah, that doesn't help. Yeah, but um, yeah, I thought Marcus might be really good for us. Elite defender, um, can can make a, can make a three. Not not shy, which obviously impacts a lot of people playing for the Lakers. So yeah, the fact that um, going back to your Grizzlies trading for the Steve Adams trade makes me feel like they're trying to load up on some draft capital, and made me move one of Bain or Jackson plus capital to get a bigger star. It's what, it's what I sort of see them really? trying to do. 
So you think they wouldn't want to keep they would want to keep smart then? No, I think they would move smart for picks. Picks that they can then trade on. I don't know who they're trying to get, but maybe if they could turn like Bain and picks into um Donovan Mitchell. Maybe that sort of vibe. Man. Anyway, what do you have for the Lakers? I have both of ours with the Bulls. Obviously, we really want Alex Caruso. Yeah. Um, it is possible for us to get him without giving up guys actually in the rotation. Like if we gave him Gabe Vincent, Hood Shafino, and the pick, the first round pick, um, just for Alex Caruso, that would work. I also Man. did an, another one where we get back DeMar Rosen. Um, him and Alex Caruso, and we do. D'Lo, Rui, Huchifino, the first round pick and a second rounder from whatever you want. But I don't know if the Bulls will do it. I I, I had that I had that trade like for us in like four pods ago. I remember I said that I'd rather do that than the Zach Levine trade. So yeah. I still don't mind that trade. I don't mind DeRozan. I just there's no I don't think there's any value in a trade for the Bulls for him because he's he's a um unrestricted free agent so yeah it's just like nobody's gonna give up the world for him you know so could be an easy grab it still seems like the bulls don't want to trade though which makes no fucking sense yeah um team two the golden state warriors who have speculated trades on here and there for a long time now i actually I had one that um, I was using your fanspo trade machine, and it sped it back as sped it back to me as um, the Wizards actually get better. So I did a Wizards Warriors trade. Um, Jordan Paul coming home. Jordan Paul is not coming home, but Kyle Prisma and Daniel Gafford are coming over for oh. for Andrew Wiggins, Kevon Looney, Moses Moody, and a first round pick. Fuck, it's a lot to go out for Kyle Curtin Gafford. I I think it's dead weight that you're giving up, though. Say that like again. Wiggins, Moses Moody, Kevin Looney, Wiggins, and a first-round pick. Yeah, for Kuzma and Gafford. Gafford and Kuzma, to me, are guys that could just... They would fit right in the lineup. Yeah, I, um, I do. No, I get, I get that. Like, I get... Yeah, from the winning perspective. Yeah. I just... Yeah, yeah. No, I don't mind it too much. To me, Wiggins and Looney are dead weight. Like they're not. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. I, I, I think it was the pick that, that I was more like. But then again, if you're the Warriors, you don't care about a pick. So, and Moses Moody, they don't seem to care about either. So, yeah. At some point, they have to extend him. Um, that's true. And that's going to be interesting because he's worth a lot more to other teams. So, they might extend and then trade with that contract. That would be my best guess. Yeah, so for Golden State, I said bigs and wings that they need. So you've just covered that there. Mm. Um, I had penciled in my guy Wendell Carter, another staple yeah. of my trades. But the one, the one I've gone for here, um, and the more I look at it, the more I don't really like it as much. Like I'd probably rather do the one that you've done. But I've gone a trade with Atlanta, and it's a pretty heavy hitter. So we've gone um, Capella and DeJounte Murray. Or Boyan or Bogdan, whatever one it is, Bogdanovich, yeah. instead of Murray. 
but you've gone for the yeah. big and a guard. You're giving up Moody, Picks, and Kaminga. Oh, and Wiggins. No. Obviously, you need to give up Wiggins for money. Contract. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which seems like a lot. Um, and like Kaminga's really turned it on lately, but I don't think he's contributing to them winning. He's playing really well. Um, and he's like a guy that obviously you'd want to keep for your future. But I think Steph Curry's still got like, you know, four four more years in him. And yeah, I he's think definitely like, got he's got enough in him if you put a team around him. Yeah, so I think there's probably no real point in you keeping Kaminga. So that was kind of why I went with that. The way he's playing now, you probably could go Jonte Murray and Capel if you gave up. Yeah, Moody Wiggins, Moody, sorry, Wiggins, Kaminga and Picks. Um, he's just got to get rid of the dead weight off that team. Honestly. Yeah. But I can see your one happening more. It was classic that Wiggins had his best game in like a year and a half against us as well. <laughs> fuck, that pissed me off when I was watching that game and he was just like playing out of his, out of his mind. I was like, get yeah. fucked, eh? <laughs> get fucked. You've been asked for fucking a year and a half. And as soon as you see LeBron on the other team who like, traded his ass, is like, no, I'm going to play now. Yeah, I know. It was only like the first half, though. It wasn't like a full yeah. 48. Yeah, it's true. Um, just circling back to Kyle Kuzma, I think it'd be a real good fit on the Warriors because he's a real good cutter. I know there's a lot of yeah, standing around at Wizards, but when he was on the Lakers, he was really good at off-ball movement. I think he'd fit that. He's a learner as well. I think he likes to be coached. Um, I th- he, we talked about it last, was it last podcast? Or just, he just has like a bad rap. I think we might yeah. have done that when um, we did like the the draft of like the worst best guys. Just talk about I think he does, yeah. I think he does have a bad rap. Though. Yeah. If you watched think, him in the bubble, you would know what he's got in him. A lot. I feel like a lot of people are hating on Watts because you know they're like he's got a worse plus minus like him and Paul and yeah. They're like oh he just takes a lot of shots right right. But it's like that's is a product of his environment. Yeah. Like, that's what he's there to do. Yeah. Like, he's not going to be out here cutting off ball and being part of the system, being part of a team when he's playing with fucking bums. So, they're, yeah, they're a team that their best player in reality is a six man yeah. on, on a good team. Like, yeah. yeah. Coos, maybe a fifth best starter, but he was a lot Lakers. Was he? Did he come off the bench for the Lakers? I kind of remember. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because yeah, we went AD and JaVale. Yeah. Bigs. Yeah. All right. Team three, Houston Rockets. I don't know if you saw um, late last week, there was a wee rumor that they were interested in bringing Mikael Bridges to Houston and giving all of Brooklyn their picks back. <laughs> I don't know how, how true this rumor is. Um, I feel like you need to give up more than just your picks. Yeah, no, there, there would definitely be more to it, but I think that was that was the the weight of it. I, so I've I've actually done that trade because oh, I, I like my trade. But yeah, go on. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just Macau coming over. You're giving Dylan Brooks back for the money, um, and that's the spot he's going to fill anyway. And then you're giving Brooklyn their 24 and 26 first rounders back, and you're also going to give. Uh, you're yeah, just going to give a top 10 protected 28 first rounder as well because McAlbridge is probably worth three firsts in this market. Right. Yeah, I'd like that. My, my one sucked. It was a real cop-out. Um, 
I think we've I've even heard it around the the rumors. It was Jonte Murray going there. No. Um, and it was I, I had Jalen, I had Jalen Green involved in it as well. Um, I hate that trade. Yeah, I hate it as well. I just hated seeing Houston's name on there. To be honest, just didn't know what to do with Houston. I like, like Houston. Ah, uh, I, 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 I do. I've always liked Houston because I, I was a massive James Harden guy. I was anybody, anybody trying to beat the Warriors, so I was big on Houston. There's just a few guys like I just don't like Free Van Fleet. I don't hate him, just don't really like him. Um, hate Dylan Brooks. Um, yeah, and I think I was just scarred from last year. But I like that Mikael Bridges trade. I I would I would do that if I was them. I was trying to move Fred Van Vliet to the Pelicans, but we did we did the Pelicans last week, and then I thought of it this. This week, why would, like, that, why would you move Fred Van Fleet to the Pelicans? I would, I wanted to get rid of CJ McCollum and give them a real point guard. I thought Fred. Van oh, Vliet to make the Pelicans better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you were then, Houston. I was like, what? No, I was trying to do it like I was trying to do it for Houston, but in a way that also the Pelicans would do. Um, but I was like, no. Why would the Rockets want um, CJ? I was like, it's just pointless because I was trying it's to get them like either Herb Jones or Trey Murphy. Because I think that'd be a good player for them. Yeah. But, yeah. I couldn't find something that worked. I CJ McCallum just fucking ruins everything. I think the McCall Bridges is, is a good one. Yeah. I just wonder if it's a little star studded. It also like holds back Cam Whitmore, Mr. Per 36. Yeah, but the, I feel like they're real corner crossroads, though. Like, the way they're playing. And like their big name guys don't match up with who they really are. So with like being such a Fred Van Fleet led team and them, them being like okay, you know you kind yeah. of don't really have room for Whitmore to develop. So it's yeah. I think they yeah they really thought that um well the way the season started was obvious. That's what they thought that like Brooks and Van Vliet were going to be like their two guys. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's quickly become not that. Cam Whitmore is unreal. He's just. Every team that passed on him is going to regret that one day. Yeah. He's, he's talented. And he gives a shit. He's got bad body language, though, when he's on the bench. That's the yeah. one one negative I have about him. It's like, oh, it just reminds me of, like, Kevin Porter. Uh, not yeah, that bad, the, um, shouting back out to the old uh, Canterbury rep thing that I was at, one of their big work-ons was improving the body language of the bench. So, oh, Nice, love that. I reckon that actually improves the game massively for everybody. I do as well. Big believer everybody in it. language guy. Um, we'll go east here. Mm. We'll... Orlando Magic. What do you got for them? Um, you'll be happy to know I don't have any um, Cam Johnson trades here. What about Wendell Carter, though? Um, don't have Wendell Carter either. Um, but the Magic... Now, this one, I've talked about the Magic in depth a bit in other pods, and I've said that they need a, like, a lead guard. Um, originally, I had them tied in Donovan Mitchell, but I think that whole Cleveland situation has kind of sorted itself out. Mm. And then I thought, like, would Zach Levine kind of work with them? And I was like, oh, or would he kind of come in thinking he's the man, but now he's injured? It's really hurt me. Um, So I actually... It's not a not a 
uh, I don't think it's going. I don't think it's going to help them too much, but I think they could try and prove from it maybe more. And that would be um, going for uh, Trey Jones from the Wizards. You mean Tyus um, Jones? Tyus Jones, sorry, Tyus Jones. Yeah, Trey Jones plays for the Spurs, the younger brother. Yeah. You know how we keep talking about the old Duke team, bro, off topic? We always talk about, um, you know, Cam, Zion, and RJ. You yeah. forget. Trey, forget Trey Jones. Trey, Trey Jones. Well. He was the fourth guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry, Tyus Jones, the old Memphis Grizzlies. I'm, I'm surprised that he hasn't been as good for the Wizards. I was a real big fan he, of him. Like when Jar went out and stuff, like he just looked. He actually has some really good um, assist to turnover ratio numbers, stuff along those lines, but really bad defensive numbers. Yeah, that's and that was what I was going to say with him coming to the Magic. But if you're playing him, like I'm assuming you'd start, or or there'd be like a closing lineup with him and Suggs. So I think Suggs would make up for his inefficiencies yeah. defensively. Yeah, they just need they need a point guard that can just kind of get get into the paint, get things moving for them. Because right now they're kind of using too much Paolo and Franz to initiate offense, and yeah. like it's all good for big playmakers to be like that. But they're not. I don't know. I just feel like they're not. They're playmakers, but they're not. Yeah, game breaker playmakers, if you will. So I think. Yeah, they have stumbled on something since Franz came back from injury is like uh, Paolo initiating for Franz, which is... Or is it used to be the other way around there? Yeah. Um, I think Paolo really stepped up and it was, it was only like a week and a half that he was playing on his own, but he just like grew massively in that time, um, especially as like a playmaker because there been Marco yeah. Fultz was out at the time as well. Um, and they were sort of relying on Anthony Black, who's a really raw talent. Um so Paolo's handling the ball a lot, but yeah. What's what's your trade you've got? Like, what are they sending? Um, I I just had a real basic. It was a pick and um, pick and Cole Anthony. Interesting. Not you sure wouldn't believe you wouldn't believe the trade I have for them. What is it? Hit me. Incoming. Ty- I've got Tyus no. Jones. <laughs> well, there you go. Um. Do you have yeah, Markel Fultz in a pick? I've got Markel Fultz. I've also got them getting Landry Shamit. I thought, um, no, not Landry you know we hate Landry Shamit, but hate he, Landry Shamit. He's, he's a decent knockdown shooter. Um, Is he, though? Yeah. <laughs> point to it's when he's fair. ever mattered. Point to when it's he's fair. ever mattered as a decent lock knockdown shooter. It's fair. fair. In theory, um, he is. But I, I don't know. I just, yeah, I... I mean, he doesn't even have to play, but he's coming in the trade. Um, you could wipe him out completely and just do Tyus for faults and a pick. But I also had Gary Harris going out. Um, and this was more so for the Wizards to be encouraged to do it because Fultz and Gary Harris clears up 30 mil from their cap next year, whereas Landry Shamit is on the books for another three years. That's why I put them in. Interesting. That, that'd be um, that'd be probably better than my one because then you can keep Cole Anthony as like a a scoring spark plug. Yeah, and I think they would. I think they like Cole Anthony doing that. Yeah. Um it just gives more incentive to the Wizards. And yeah, you're giving up a first rounder. I think Tyus probably worth a first rounder. I'm also unsure if I would bring him off the bench and start Anthony Black, but either or. 
it's something yeah. moving forward. I, yeah, I like I like it moving forward. Like it's a it's a foundation piece. That's yeah. I was trying to think of like a big name swing, but I couldn't really. That made too much sense. I don't that think they need a big name guy though. Eh? No, nah, like, that was why I landed on that. So good to see we're both on the same page for that. Because they like they do actually have a big three. Like Jalen Suggs is is sort of like a Marcus Smart big three. Yeah, like Tatum, Tatum Brown, and Smart vibes. Like it's they've got two big wings that can initiate, shoot the ball, score the ball, and then they've got like a defensive minded um, two guard. Yeah. And, the same way Marcus Smart always had a downfall was when he wanted to hold the ball more, shoot the ball more. It's the same thing with Suggs. When he plays point guard, it's when he's not as good. When he's like the off guard, he's a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, so, I like that. I don't think they need a – yeah. They definitely don't need a one, like a big, like, come in and be our best player vibe, like the Donovan Mitchell mm-hmm. trade. Preseason, I like that, but what, what they've turned into, I think, they've got something. Yeah. Um, team five. We've got Chicago. What do they do from their perspective? What makes them better? What helps them out? Nah. So for Chicago, I haven't done a whole lot here. It was more just clean house. Uh, so mm. I've got them trading Levine and trading Vuk. Um, Levine. I'm not really sure. I've seen there's a bit of Ben Pistons rumors. Um, and I think that that could make maybe make some sense for the Pistons. I'm not sure what they'd give up though. Like I feel like you wouldn't want to give up too much. So, but the Vuk one, I thought it could be pretty easy to move. Um, I had them moving him to the Warriors, so it kind of helps the Warriors a bit. Yeah, but if they could just get back like a pick and I don't know, like Moses Moody. Yeah, but yeah, Chicago, Chicago, Chicago was a tough one for me. I just thought there's yeah, you've just got a clean house. Yeah, I went along the same lines. I had them doing the 76ers one, though. So give them Levine and Caruso. Um, you give back Harris um, to match the money. Um, that's obviously, he's on the final year of his deal. So that's 40 mil off the books for the Bulls. Um, and then to make Caruso work, you're giving up Covington. And that's a uh, free agent as well. So that's another 11.5 mil off the books. So right there, you're getting 51.5 mil off the cap for the balls next season. Um, and then I thought the Sixers would probably have to throw um, at least two first rounders in there for Caruso and Levine and a second. So I've got them doing that, even though the picks won't be good. But... Pre, pre-injury for Levine, I like that. But do you, could you still see the Sixers doing that now, even though Levine's, Levine's out for the season? No, nah, that's a win. That's a winning trade for Philly. It's like we're this. We're all in now, and obviously Levine's out for the season. And Embiid, they're saying it's lengthy period. I don't know if that means the season or or what. So, right. So it's a build for next year. I wouldn't do that now. This was pre injuries. I created that trade. Right. Yeah. <laughs> was too lazy to go back and do a new one. Yeah. For the Bulls, I mean, for the Bulls, the Bulls would still do that. Yeah, um, I would just yeah, I'd give up Levine for as many packs as you could get if I was them. I'd give up everybody except Kobe White and Ayo Desunmu for packs. Even Patrick Williams. Yeah, I fucking hate Patrick Williams. Do you? Yeah. All right, he's yeah. he's like DeAndre Hunter, man. He's just so fucking overrated. 
Unreal. There's so many guys better at better than what he does out there. Like I'd rather have Coos. At least Coos like gives off confidence. Yeah. Yeah, I I get it. I, I I'm not really saying that um Patrick Williams is like a, a great guy, like great player, you know. I just I reckon he can just be be a good role player on a championship team, like an auto porter for the Warriors, you know? Yeah, fair. Sorry to go on on P Willie like that. P Willie Four, as they used to call them. Yeah. No, what are they called? But, what what was it wasn't the baby claw? It was the the paw. The paw. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, hasn't really lived up to that nickname, has he? Kawhi Leonard Junior. For those that don't understand that reference. Yeah, as it has not turned out to be. Um, and then final one. Was the 76ers, which we just sort of did one for all the well, yeah. So, I mean, I had them needs as wing and another guard, and like like last time, I always I just have like a, a name that always pops up. Um, it's not Cam Johnson, although Cam Johnson would be pretty unreal for them. Mm. Tobias Harris and two first round picks that's a lot for Cam Johnson. Um, but it was actually, um that would not work either. The money. How much? How much does um, Harris make? Cam Johnson's like twenty-four mil. Tobias Harris like forty. Yeah, I mean Brooklyn can throw on something else, you know. If you got Dorian Finney-Smith as well, then the picks would, yeah, be justified. That could work. But I um another just it was another Dejounte Murray team for me. I just thought. He'd be like a great wing defender to have next to Tyrese Maxey. Um, and yeah, I feel like, yeah, and I just I feel like Nick Nurse would be the type of guy to kind of get Dejounte Murray working a bit more offensively. Like I could see him trying to get him maybe working more out of the post, like what Marcus Smart did a bit, just finding yeah. ways to get him creating more. Um, and I think there's been a lot of stuff said about Murray's defense. But I think in a winning situation, you'd turn it back on. And it's hard to defend on the Hawks, man. The yeah. Hawks are awful defensively. Yeah. Um. So that 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 was mine. Just wing wings, and defending guard was what I had for them. I had a, I had a real simple one for them. It's they're giving up Marcus Morris, Daniel House, both expirings, and uh, first round pick. Take your pick when it is, and they're getting back. Uh, Pistons Bogdanovich. Yeah. I'll try to get him to the Lakers as well. That was one I was trying to do earlier. But yeah. Because <laughs> he's pretty like tradable. Well. He's only 20 mil. Um, yeah. And it doesn't really make sense for him to be on the Pistons. Like he's definitely not in the time frame. I think it's hard to make trades with Philly now that Embiid's out. Like it's just like it's really put a down a down buzz on the whole situation. Yeah. The thing with Bogdanovich, though, is he would be on the books for next year. Um, I don't know. Uh, but if like if they kept Morris, House, and Harris, that frees up 60 mil, which is obviously massive for them because they only have – like Maxi's on fuck all because he's so young. So they actually can make a move next summer. I, I don't even know what the free agency is like, though. So. No, I don't really think there's anybody like big out there they could go for. I, I like that book. I'd like having Bogdanovich for them. Free agency shit these days. Nobody ever makes it there. 
No. I, I like I, I like the bog line much for him. Mm. Just anytime you can get more wing shooters, and he's he's a pretty I reckon he's a decent um playmaker as well. I reckon he'd fit much better for what they're doing with I could see him running off handoffs a bit more, like with what JJ Reddick and Embiid did. Yeah, yeah. I reckon he's a decent defender as well, he's a big body. Yeah. Smart, high IQ type of guy, so classic mm. European there. Yeah. Well, that rounds us out for this week's uh, six teams for one more move. I've actually seen this popping up on on a few podcasts. Though. It's funny, like some of the stuff we talk about, I see it on podcasts or like posts on like basketball pages like the next day. I'm like, man, they're listening to us or are we stealing <laughs> from them? Or but no, it's just the same generic ideas going around, just different people voicing their opinion. Just, yeah. Which is why we're all here, isn't it? To be honest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, that rounds us out for the good stuff. So we'll get into the even better stuff. Quiz. I have a a one-man showdown for you. Choose your fighter. Let me bring it up. Let me bring it up. Hope it's not hard. <laughs> it's going to be hard. Uh-oh. No, not that. That one there. I feel like, you always, I feel like you always catch me slipping with some. Um, so here I've got the top 20 point per game scorers from the 2003-2004 season. Oh, so we'll go back All the way back to LeBron's rookie year. Oldest player in the league 20 years ago now. Let's see if we can... This is before I imagine you were a fan. This was before I was a fan. Yeah. We were very young. Um, I will say you definitely know all 20 guys on this list. Do I? Yes, they're all all well known to more not to casuals, but definitely to people on our level. Um, so I'm going to give you seven lives. You can Jesus. use a life. You can use a life to show a team. So it's like a hint. You can trade a life for a hint, or you can just get players wrong. I want to see if you. Wait, can wait. Clear so, so instead of having to put a guess out. Yeah. I can be like, give me a life and then you'll give me a team name. Yeah, so you can trade in a life for a team name. Oh. Rather than just firing off random names willy-nilly. Okay. I like that idea. When it gets down to the nitty-gritty, you know? Because there'll be guys on here that you can just rattle off. I have given you the, the points per game average, which is outrageous. Only one person in the league averaged over 25 a game that year. So when you're ready. Yeah, it's very small for me, eh? Fuck. Well, I mean, you can't um, see, the, can't see yeah. the names anyway. Can I, what if I... Ah, shit. What if I just play this light? Like, I don't even know how, how the fuck do I start the, start the slideshow? You can just you zoom in on the bottom. Is that... Oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Right. The um, the first name that came to my head is um Kevin Garnett. So I'm just going to use yep. that as a guess. Yeah, Kevin Garnett's there. He was actually MVP that year. Yep. Nice. He's there, number three, twenty-four point two. Well, tied second. I'm not. I'm not sure why he was the first name that comes to my mind. Um, well, MVP, yeah, sir. Yeah. True. 
Um, I've then gone with um, I'm going to chuck in uh, two two Lakers guesses. Mm. Yeah, back to back, Shaq and Kobe. Shaq and Kobe, you reckon? Yeah, Kobe Bryant's there. Um, Shaq, on the other hand, is also there. Oh, down here though. Oh no! Don't look at that. I imagine you just saw that, but oh, I well. did. Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq O'Neal, because I couldn't be bothered typing out Shaquille O'Neal. Average yep. 21 and a half there. Do you want to take that one I accidentally just showed? Yeah. Um, Carmelo Anthony. wonder if I would have guessed Carmelo. Rookie Mello. Probably, probably would have. Um, right. Outrageous that a rookie was the 12th leading scorer in the league. Yeah, well, I mean, at 21 a game, that's pretty crazy. Um, let's go early days, my guy. Future, no question, Hall of Famer, Paul Pierce. <laughs> no question. Right there behind the bean, Kobe Bryant. At number five, Paul Pierce, 22.9 a game. Um, let's go Dirk. Dirk Nowitzki. He's there. Top 10 scorer all time, 21.8 a game. There's a Thank name you. I really want, to, really want to save. I think it's too early. Too early. Um, Cuts oh, from my back. BC. BC's there. 22 and a half a game, I believe. Tim Duncan. Him. Fucking Tim Duncan, obviously. Yeah, Tim Duncan's there. 22.3. Not really known as a scorer, but yet he was eighth oh, in the league. Bro. Vince Carter, Raptors. Trace McGrady, Magic, number one. That is. Yeah. T-Mac. T-Mac. The Mac attack. T-Mac with the rack attack. Orlando T-Mac, averaging four points a game, more than second. It's outrageous. Was that the year that Tim Duncan was meant to go there? Uh, oh, good Lord. It might have been that offseason. This wasn't the We Believe Warriors year, was it? No, that was a bit later. No, that was... That was 07, I think, wasn't it? The year after Dallas made the finals. I'll shout out two players from that team, though. Jason Richardson. Mm-hmm. But the other player, I believe, was playing for the wasn't the Bobcats, it was the Hornets at the time. Um, Baron Davis, though. Are they both guesses, or yeah, yeah, yeah? Sorry, those yeah, those are two guesses. BD Baron Davis twenty two point nine, more than I thought he ever averaged. To be fair, BD was Jason Richardson. You reckon? I mean, sure, he was ticking, ticking along on that Warriors team with, like, fucking nobody else. Jason Richardson. All the way down here at 20. <sighs> Scrapes Shit. onto the board. 18.7. Not going to lie, I thought he was the uh, one of the 20s, eh? Not at all. Um, can I use a life for one of the team names on the right side? 
Yeah. What one? Any of them? 19.8. T-Wolves. Shit. <laughs> Leaves you with six lives. Um, I'm going to draw some hearts and I'm going to cross them out. Bro, I can't. Like it's Minecraft. Glad the people at home can't see this. So fuck, I cannot draw hearts. Oh, this isn't fucking... <laughs> oh. Kevin Garnett SMVP, yes, Sam Cassell. Sam Cassell, what a pull. From the fucking trenches. Fuck. If you didn't have the team name there, I was fucked. You love that. That's a good pull. Because you could have very well gone. Oh, no, I won't say it. I won't say it. Um, Speaking of the walls, though. And isn't this what I fucked up last time? Um, with Stefan Marbury? Mm. What, you thought he was a wolf? No, that was the yeah. Steve Francis situation. Steve Francis, yeah. But I will yeah. be using Stephen Marbury as a guest. Stephen Marbury, yeah. He is not a wolf. No, not a wolf. He's on here, though. He was... Take a stab at this. He was the Phoenix and the Knicks. Got traded that year. 20.2 a game. Wait, from the Knicks to Phoenix? Or the other um, way around? No, he, from the Phoenix to the Knicks. He was he played his rookie year for Minnesota, his second year for Minnesota, and then got traded during his third year in Minnesota. I thought he got traded to the Knicks. They got traded to the Nets. Then he signed with Phoenix or got traded off season, then got traded to the Knicks. Unreal. Weirdly how weird he's remembered as a Nick, eh? Where it's yeah. tail end of his career. Like he was a far better funnily enough, New Jersey Nets were actually his best team. Damn. Made made two all star games. One of them was with the Nets, one of them with Phoenix. Oh let me go. Let me go Ray Allen. Ray Allen. Kicking around in Milwaukee. We'll see at the Sonics then. No. Surely it was I don't know. I don't know where Ray Allen was because he's not on the list. Fuck. Um, I wonder if he was injured. Uh, oh fuck, LeBron. Yeah, LeBron is there. Yeah, get that out there. Surely he was. What was he? Twenty point seven, twenty point nine. Uh, he is the one below Carmelo. Twenty point nine. I have looked up Ray Allen. Ray Allen was actually um. 41st in scoring that year. What the fuck? Wait, hold up. That's, that's in total scoring. That's because he missed games. Um, once again, some incredible podcasting here. What the? Ray Allen was 23 a game. But he's not on the list. I don't know why. Did he miss a huge chunk that Gears doesn't qualify, maybe? He didn't miss heaps. He obviously oh. didn't, didn't qualify, though. Was he playing for the Bucks? No, he was at the Sonics. Oh, I was at the Sonics. Well, then. 
that means that he left a void at Milwaukee, didn't he? For the Kobe stopper to fill in, Michael Red. Kobe stopper, Michael Red. Where did that come from? Um, I don't know. People used to always shout him out. And um, uh, who's the guy that played for the Suns? Um, uh, Raja Bell. Raja Bell. Yeah. Michael Red there, 21, 21.7. You were right. Took over the reins. How many lives do I have left? Five. Uh, yeah, five left. Yeah, Ray Allen must have missed the game threshold, eh? Because the lowest on here is 65, and he was 56, so. Man, the number two is really, I can't think of who number two is. Can I use, I'll use a life for the team name. Kings. Does that even help? Fuck. Well, it's not Chris Weber. I think they were fourth in MVP voting this season as well. Oh, yeah, it wasn't Chris Weber. It was fucking um, it's a massive hint because everybody knows knows that fact. Uh, it was Payus Payus Stoyevich Stoyevich Stoyevich. Yeah, Stoyevich. I can't do that. Stoyevich. Stoyevich. There we go. Yeah, that's not Pager though. Pager. Lights yeah. out, shooter. That um that team name stuff really helped me. That's two pulls that I wouldn't have got. Who's the other twenty point scorer though? I'm well, glad you're using the lives. There's still three 20 point scorers here. Though. Oh fuck, it is, bro. Who am I missing um, from this generation? Oh. It's some I'll I'll, I'll say it's some classic two thousands guys. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got one, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, Jermaine O'Neill's one of them. Yep, he he was that was probably his prime. Two thousand, I think he's two yeah, era. He's that one there. Yeah, just before the Malice in the Palace with the Indiana Pacers, I believe. Yeah. How many lives do I have? You got four left, and you got four. three name three names on the board, so you can just use them all to get these. Yeah, let's 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 do it the cheeky way. Yeah, okay. Wait. I want to get the, you get you can get all the team names and then have one life left. Yeah, but I reckon I'll be able to. I reckon as soon as I see the names, I'll nail it. You want to do that then? I'll do them from easiest to hardest, I guess. Okay. Clippers there at twenty point seven. That's the easiest. Well, it's the highest scorer, so. Oh, I thought you meant the easiest to remember. Clippers. Um, I'm just trying to run through the teams. I've got like an Elton Brand in my head. I'm not not thinking him. I think Elton Brand was up there, but I'm pretty sure he didn't qualify, so he's not You've on the got, list. Who's rocking around that team with him? This is before before Lamar Odom. Before he was at the before he was. No, he was at the Heat, wasn't he? No, he played for the Clippers. Lamar only played for the Clippers. Oh, bro, Corey McGiddy? It's Corey McGiddy, your guy. Your... Mate, you could have used him as your famous interaction. Yeah, fuck, I forgot about that. When Corey McGiddy followed me on Twitter, I said, thanks for the follow, but who are you? <laughs> and then he unfollowed you. And then he unfollowed me. I also was followed by um, Jimmy King from the Fat Five at one point. Oh, yeah. I had Andre Drummond. He was. He used to and do Harry the old... Barnes? Harrison Barnes wish me a happy birthday. 
Shout out to that, eh? You can still uh, see that. It's on one of my profile photos on Facebook. Yeah, give me another team name here. Oh, this... The Blazers. Oh, fuck. What were they called? The the Jailblazers. The Jailblazers. No, was it then? Wasn't it yeah. the 90s? No, that was that was like Zach Randolph's team. So, so Zach Randolph's my guess. Man, because it was like yeah, these, well, eh? it is Zach Randolph Zebo. That was Zebo and fucking Rasheed Wallace was there. I'm sure. Oh yeah, it's a good shout. Actually, that is the Jailblazers. Yeah, that's when he stared down that ref for like a minute and got a tech, and then Jig didn't he? Um, wait, there's a book about the Jailblazers. Right. I feel like I'm really missing somebody here. That's too this is too early for Murray Stadamara. Yeah, this is too early. because that Suns team was like 2006, 2007. Hmm. Trying to think of some high powered early offenses. Nah, you're gonna have to give me I don't don't want to take too much line. Another team name. Another team name? Suns, oh, bro, <laughs> the highest, the highest powered offense. Fuck, were they a high powered offense that early? Two thousand three, two thousand four. Nah, probably not. If the top scorer is only nineteen again. Yeah. Fuck, who would it be? Well, you got two. Uh, you got one. You can have one failure. It's pride, though. You know, like I don't want to chuck out a dusty name for the Suns. Um. Okay, let's go. Let's go through the team I know. So it won't be Rajabal. Still, probably too early for that. But those are the Suns I know: Marius Dudamaya, Steve Nash. Was Nash even on the Suns at this time? Um, cannot confirm or deny. I feel like he might have been. He he wasn't that long at Dallas, right? No, you can't Dallas? be fishing. You can't be fishing for hints like this. No, no. Um, so I, not Steve Nash. Obviously not Raja Bell, not Amari Stoudemire. Who else was a staple from that team? Joe Johnson? I feel like that's too early. Sean Marion? Let's, let's go. Nah, it's too early for Joe Johnson. No, fuck it. Let's go Joe Johnson. It's not Joe what? Johnson. Wait, no, 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 no. How many lives do I have? Oh, mate, that was your last one, so now you have to. Wait, if I, if I said, hang on, if I lock in Joe Johnson, if I get it wrong, am I done? No, you have one You have one final yes. No, I think it's too early for Joe Johnson. Let's just go. Well, I already told you it wasn't Joe Johnson, so it counts. Oh, did you? Okay, so I've got no lives left. You jumped again. I'll, I'll go, I'll go um, Sean Marion then. Oh, mate. That's tough. That's tough. Nineteen out of twenty. <laughs> Nails twenty out of twenty. Oh fuck! Yes. I was like, or who else could it be? Oh, the Matrix. Fuck me. The New Zealand Breakers co-owner. Let Come me on. um, Marion. Let me Google the two thousand three, two thousand four Suns. What a legend, Sean Marion, yeah. the Matrix, ugliest jumper ever. Mike D'Antoni was there. Leonardo about Barbosa. Yeah, Joe Johnson was there. 
Fuck, what year did he get drafted? Oh, one or something? Did he get drafted by Boston, traded to the Phoenix after one and a half years? How do I find how much he averaged in 2003, 2004 season? <laughs> I've done this a real dusty way, eh? <laughs> Trying to drag the podcast out here. Um, he was, he was, it was on the team though. So <laughs> it was. Bro, on I, the feel team. Like, I feel like um, bus reference has become a bit harder to use these days. Yeah. What? Like I can't, I can't just find Joe Johnson, two thousand three, two thousand four. Like it's giving me what? his like splits and his shooting and. I just found it for you. He averaged 16.7 a game. How the fuck did you do that on basketball reference? I just looked up Joe Johnson scrolled down. Oh, I want his like, game logs. How much did he average? 16. 16.7. And his highest ever at Phoenix was 17.1. So, What a team that was. How many? Just another real quick trivia. <laughs> How many times do you think Joe Johnson averaged 20 a game in his career? He played... He played from 2001 until, two th- technically till 22, but till 18, really. So 17 years. How many times did he average 20 a game? Under five? No. Oh, I thought it was going to be one of those real trick questions there. Well, yeah, I didn't think he'd go that low, though. <laughs> um, eight. Nine. Yeah. It was it was five exactly, so not under oh, five. Fuck. You were close. Well, when, I, when I said under five, and your reaction was like no, I was like, oh shit, okay, it's way. Uh, no, I just didn't think you would. Have, yeah, I thought five was quite low. Damn. I didn't think you would go that low. Yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking around five, but then yeah, your reaction really threw me off. <laughs> yeah, I just sort of think two Johnson more of a two, two Nets years and three Hawks years. Nah, five Hawks years. God damn, okay. Yeah. He, he, he had seven years at the Hawks, two of them not, not 20 a game. He didn't get 20 a game for the Nets? How? No. 16.3 was his best. He made yeah. All-Star. He made All-Star not even that season. The year he averaged 15.8, he made All-Star. Fucking hell. I remember that. That was dusty. I do. I also remember that. Seven-time All-Star, five-time 20-point. 20 point per game score. Seven time All Star. Yep. Fuck, it's unreal. I tell you what, if you've stuck around this far in the podcast, you've really got into the nitty gritty here on the Joe Johnson career. <laughs> Maybe we should do that instead of really random questioners. A, really deep random dive, a deep dive into obscure NBA player. That's actually a good call. We could do that. Next week, Sean Marion. Deep dive, yeah, fuck you. Do a Sean Marion deep dive. Some of his greatest teammates. I'm pretty upset that I I guessed um, Joe Johnson before Sean Marion. eh? Even though I had the laugh, did not do it to myself. Oh man, this is (laughs) while we're here. While we're here, Um, Joe Johnson's career high. What do you reckon? One game career high. Yeah, one game. Forty two. Fuck, he's nailed it. Are you on that? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. what a guess. I can't believe you haven't gone to the 50s. I'm so shocked it's that low. 
the two numbers in my head were 42 if you said no. I was going to say 38. Fuck, that's low. Fuck, man. What about... I can't believe I've done that, eh? Career triple-doubles. Oh, two? <laughs> no. <laughs> Have I nailed it again? Nailed it. Oh. <laughs> Outrageous. Oh, fuck, that's unreal. Joe Johnson's a hundred got a hundred percent win rate when he gets a triple double. Should have been getting more. Oh, Mark, he's got the classic ones you hate. Sneaks one in 15, 10, and eleven. Oh. 20, 11, and eleven. That one was a bit more hard for I reckon, I reckon Joe Johnson needs to send me a sign single after guessing those two facts. Eh? That's actually outrageous. Chuck that. We'll chuck those on TikTok. Those are some absolute guesses. Can't believe I've done that. I reckon that's an that's a good quiz actually. They got like the stat head thing that gives you career high for like the main stats and then their triple doubles for some reason. <laughs> triple doubles. We'll just go through some players like career highs, see if you can nail them. Fuck. It's an exhilarating feeling when you nail it though. What about this? Top twenty scoring games of Joe Johnson's career. Jesus. He only had six forty point games. This is a seven-time All-Star, known for his scoring. I really, this really sums up that last sort of era of the NBA, how dusty it was, eh? Like, if I go back and look... I, I feel like it was... I prefer it, though. I just... I, now it's just too fucking easy to score. If I look up Michael Reed, I bet you his is, like, fucking 39. Yeah. No, nah, it's 57. <laughs> his, his artistry of getting those buckets, though, you know? That was... That was what we were paid to watch. Michael Reed had 11 40-point games, two fifties. Two fifties, both are losses. So how many how many all stars did he make? Three? Um one. One. Man. And it was, it was this it was the year we just covered. He Wow, he missed all star making averaging twenty six point seven a game in 06, 07. What the fuck? That's a snub. I don't even know what happened at the time, but that's a snub. That's unreal. 25.4 the year before. Played 80 games. Like, how do you even... How? Must have been injured. Oh, shit with the Bucks. <laughs> they were 40 and 42. They weren't even bad. What the fuck? Fuck, fuck that is anyway, shit, man. I'm, I'm yeah. real deep dive at the end there. <laughs> What are, you gonna, what are you gonna title this? What do we give E-Hacker for the title of the segment? Random Joe deep dive. John's, Joe John's trivia episode. <laughs> Random deep dive. Uh, we love it. All right. It's been an hour fifty-one of absolute magic. Um, thanks for coming along for the ride with us. We'll hopefully see you back for podcast twenty-three. Um, and you know, just remember to say hi to your mother for us. Yeah. Kakite.